0: Hello, hello, and welcome back to baki Taki Season Four, Episode Three, with one of my all-time favorite titles. This is (laughs) Nature Power versus Battle Power.
1: (laughs) This you know, for a hot second, (laughs) I thought you were gonna say it with one of my all-time favorite guests, but no, no.
0: this is a guest we've got jack back, <laughs> our first ever guest um coming back for his third solo episode really solo. really thrilled that solo i um ratings.
1: I, I love being i love being the back benches of, of people to call on when uh, there's uh, not many other people to call on um it's a big it's a big honor really
0: don't worry people will want to come on after they listen to this episode <laughs> oh, definitely. This episode is wild. So, okay. Uh, before we jump in, uh, everybody, of course, is familiar with you, Jack, but um, I have a fun question I've been asking people, which is uh, I'm trying to cast the Baki cinematic universe. Um, oh, we've yeah. already cast uh, – what's his name? Jason Momoa is going to play Pickle. But who's who
1: do you think should play Albert Payne? Oh, that's a great question. I mean, you could cast the guy who played Einstein – From um, Oppenheimer, that would be an easy choice. Um, Do you know the name of that actor?
0: Because if not, not then you can't use it as your answer. Oh,
1: his name is Tom Conti, I'm pretty sure. But I think the real choice is uh, Malkovich of the John variety. Of the John variety, I couldn't. I was going to call him James Malkovich, but yeah, (laughs) no, John Malkovich.
0: James (laughs) Marsdenovich. Yeah, John Malkovich, he would, he would fit. He would fit especially this version of uh, Albert. Um, and, and as a reminder, listeners, this character is not Albert Einstein. Um, occasionally I slip into calling him Einstein on this podcast, but he is, is, is called Albert Pan. It's um,
1: literally only fair. They should have called him, like, Albert um, Feinstein uh, <laughs> at, this, at this rate. I actually, I, I quite like that. Thank um, you
0: it's a real name and also sort of sounds like fake einstein um exactly yeah. all right well let's let's jump into this episode nature power versus battle power uh so it starts off with a cameo from a character i'd never thought we'd see again it's rumina
2: so uh you think you could beat him who
0: the caveman yeah baki's young ward uh do you want to do you want to describe
1: this scene for me jack I, I just hate this kid. He's got the weirdest energy on the planet. That's Baki's um, best friend. He's so, <laughs> If it's Baki's best friend, Baki needs to get better friends. This kid is <laughs> weird. Um, uh, basically, he and Baki are at a diner and they are talking about Pickle and Romina just can't get his mind around why Baki doesn't want to fight Pickle. And it, Baki's reasoning is like, It'd be like fighting the fighting a pyramid of Giza. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this guy, Pickle, he's a priceless scientific specimen, you know? Like a national monument. Something to be put on display. Fighting someone like him? <laughs> It'd be like trying to remodel one of the pyramids. I don't know.
1: It'd be too uh, fighting something that just has too much kind of significance uh, as opposed to... And he's really only interested in fighting his dad. Mm -hmm. There are two really good lines in this that I I just have to draw people's attention to is Romina's line saying
2: I don't get you, Baki. You'll fight anything, even a praying mantis.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Which is just crazy because we all know that he fought the idea of a praying mantis, not a real praying mantis. Um,
0: Yeah, it's funny he doesn't consider fighting the idea of Pickle. Um, (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just run it past your mind for a little bit. I mean, a, a great episode with him would be him uh, fighting the idea of a pyramid, <laughs> um, or the or the or Mount Rushmore or something. Ooh, that could um, be good. That would be pretty sweet. Uh, and then there are huge points in the delivery of Baki's line saying, "I'm only interested in beating my dad." I don't know why, <laughs> but the way he says that, it's like it reminds me of um, uh, Hot Rod when Andy Sandberg only wants to beat the crap out of his dad
0: yeah I wonder I wonder if they inspired each other I, I loved that scene first of all just because like Baki is so rarely given moments to like develop his character like the, Rumina mm. seems to be like I joked that Rumina is best friend. I don't think he is. But if you go by the text, like he has he never hangs out with anybody else. There, <laughs> there was <laughs> there was one time when Kozuka got kidnapped. He was hanging out with Kitsumi. And every other time it seems like he's chilling with uh, his his young ward. I also loved so uh, it turned Baki was talking about how strong his dad was and Rumina commented,
2: "You're doing it again." <laughs> doing what every time you talk to me about your dad baki you look really happy
0: and we're given a, a wonderful scene which was ripped straight from the manga where where baki has three distinct facial expressions <laughs> and instead of animating them we just like slow just fade a cross between dissolve. them
1: yeah. yeah it's just a cross dissolve of contemplation it, they really didn't add anything else to it
0: like this is, this is what I mean when I say like the, the adaptation is just like it's so minimal like this is it, it, this is one step above a motion comic
1: at times <laughs> oh man yeah that was uh that was a great sequence of of really showing statically the the points of Baki thinking about uh, his um character's arc yeah. <laughs> So in the next
0: scene, we get a real brief one of Pickle, just sort of thinking about how um, all of the dinosaurs that he um, fought—they didn't know martial arts. What were your first impressions (laughs) on Pickle? (laughs)
1: Um, Well, I'm I'm just fascinated that he uh, lives in a jungle gym essentially. Like he lives in a a tree with a tire (laughs) swing and a a wooden swing, and then there's also a koi pond and a
0: magazine rack.
1: what i didn't even see that oh, oh this, was, this was oh, established wow. yeah. in
0: the previous episode but yeah
1: <laughs> that is just <laughs> a real man of culture um pickle uh is uh, an interesting guy if the if the narrator in terms of how he was kind of talking about pickle's thought process is is really translating his inner thoughts he, he thinks very directly about um the things that he fought he, there's no at least for the viewer jumping in at a random episode there's no indication of um what happened to him they just say nobody has ever done that to him before and they never say what happened and then he said not this one or that one or that one, motioning to different dinosaurs that you don't know the types of which, so you can kind of infer, but it's just <laughs> My favorite was the
0: pterodactyl. He was like, That yeah. one didn't do it either. I'm like, I don't think the pterodactyl's gonna do martial arts, man. Like
1: <laughs> Yeah, I don't think the pterodactyl's gonna suplex you, man. Like <laughs>
0: To be fair, I still don't know what happened to him. He was d- he was doing a fist bump with Yujiro and then he started spinning in the air. Um <laughs> it was some sort of move that he did
1: it it, it, the the point of the scene was definitely to show that he is now seeing the kind of the beauty of martial arts he's really intrigued he doesn't know what why his body reacts to somebody kicking him with uh (laughs) such you know precision four thousand years to put a, a little bit of a early early development of um uh, of martial arts he's I think he's getting like an appreciation. When
0: and you can't mention four thousand years of martial arts without bringing up our good friend uh retsu. Um, sea
1: King Retsu. Oh I'm so
0: mad. I'm so mad. The <laughs> they changed it to Sea the dubs the subtitles have always called him Sea King Retsu, but the dubs up until now have been calling him Kaio Retsu. And I don't know if there was some, like, standardization between the two, but now it's Sea King Retsu. Um, I,
1: that's I, because I was thinking, like, this is the first time I've ever heard somebody call him Sea King Retsu. And then within the episode, just, like, a early spoiler, that is a scrapped name that they get rid of, and then they bring it back. <laughs> <laughs> All within one episode, uh, you get, uh, like, a, I, wonder if, that, I wonder if that's
0: you... what's what sparked it. Such a focus on this episode about names that they were like, oh shit, we've been doing <laughs> it wrong this whole time.
1: We have to give this guy a cooler name. Sea yeah. King. Like the Pokemon. <laughs> or Poseidon.
0: At... Yeah. One of the one of the twelve Poseidons of China. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so so this is a Retsu episode. Um, I love Retsu. I've said before he's mm-hmm. one of my favorite characters. So, so Baki goes to see Retsu. He's doing an impossible martial arts feat where he will punch (laughs) 10 concrete blocks and the guy will say, Nine! And he'll break the ninth one and the other 10 are fine.
2: Amazing! Never seen anything like it. That's precision.
1: End of demonstration. Oh! Incredible! I loved that. That was great it's a great uh, detail you are you are missing saying that this um event this this thing is happening at the kung fu training and research center um I which i just think is up. a great building name
0: <laughs> i yeah I, I work in kung fu oh on the research and development side yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm a coder well if retz is gonna bring things into the year the four thousand and first year oh my god i, I gotta just tangent off on this Retsu keeps saying uh, not just in this episode, but sort of throughout the season, the idea that he's trying to bring uh, kung fu into its four thousand and first year, implying mm-hmm. that like it's not it's implying that it's been exactly four thousand years of Chinese martial arts. And I just I just enjoy that. Like I, 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 yeah. I guess you could take it symbolically, but
1: it's just somewhere sort of funny. somewhere in this year span, uh, four thousand years ago, they somebody like dished out the first roundhouse kick. <laughs> and, and, and history was forever altered
0: For the better So Baki went to the research and development center To ask uh, Retsu to train him And Retsu basically says uh, No thanks, not interested In fact, I'm not interested in anything but Pickle
2: Don't take it personally You see, right at this moment I am interested in absolutely nothing Other than one
0: person you must know who I mean. This Jurassic man, the caveman. That Jurassic gotcha. man, the caveman.
1: <laughs> He's won my heart, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot about it. yeah.
0: Yeah, he he starts referring to uh, Red. He starts referring to Pickle like, uh, what is it that it's it's, it's almost like a love.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh it, no. So it was it, it was such strong conviction. He got really passionate about Pickle about wanting to like feel his body understand how he moves it was like getting quite erotic
2: i feel i have to know him i have to hold him get him in my grip
1: it's a passion um but he was saying that he is essentially hungry for pickle um and that he it feels like a love but it sounds more like a lust but he is burning with passion
0: yeah I don't get why, like, like, Retsu's the only character who gets these type of, like, very easy double entendre dialogue. Like, <laughs> he had that whole thing with Doyle. Like, he gets this stuff. <laughs> even even last episode, he was talking about how he felt like he was sneaking into a woman's bathroom. Like, Retsu always just has weird... Uh, <laughs> Retsu's,
1: Retsu's a little bit of a freak. He's a little freaky. <laughs> He's a little freaky kung fu guy.
0: In the, most, in the most positive way. Oh, I should also point out because this this i've it really annoys me and um fans out there if you want to correct me and like post in a comment i think that Retsu is supposed to have some weird villainous past but like i don't know what it is and they never mention it but baki referenced it he said far as i'm concerned you're a great master no matter what you've done (laughs) and i'm like it was so subtle i
1: didn't catch it until i was re-watching for notes and i was like what What did he do (laughs) It would be so good if they don't elaborate on that. If they say absolutely nothing about what his rap sheet might look like,
0: I don't think they like.
1: I'm sure it's in the series that
0: I didn't watch. Maybe, but like I tried to go back and I didn't see it. Like, like in previous things they've said, Retsu, your villainous ways prevent you from being a Kaio, but then he still becomes a Kaio, and they don't tell us what his <laughs> villainous ways. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, introduce Steve here with a little um uh deep dive um so i've looked up in the past the baki wiki doesn't say anything on this um and i'm not going to rewatch the entire anime just to um figure out what radzu up to so i decided to try a new thing uh chat gpt is a lot more popular now than when i last uh, looked into this and oh my god it, I, <laughs> I asked it at first And it came up with a very straightforward answer. I was like, oh, okay. Apparently, Kairetsu was a member of the Chinese criminal organization called the Red Ogre Clan. He was known for ruthless and violent behavior, but then he went on to become a martial artist. And I was like, oh, cool, that's easy. Um, I just Googled Red Ogre Clan. Uh, It doesn't exist. Um, I asked ChatGPT, hey, did you just make that up? And it went, yep, (laughs) I just made that up. Uh, so I don't know I don't know if um, if that was in any way related, Red Ogre Clan sounds like they made it up based off of Baki's dad who is called the Ogre with red hair, but I don't think he had a Chinese gang so anyway, um, still a mystery, um, but a good example that you really shouldn't trust anything that um, ChatGPT or any large language model says as an authority, it says what you want to hear, it doesn't say what you uh, need to hear it's like they made him with those weird eyebrows, and then they have had to make him a villain afterwards.
1: What if it's just like four counts of jaywalking?
0: <laughs> to be, to be fair, if Redzi's gets caught jaywalking, I feel like he was like he was asking for it. Like you wouldn't charge <laughs> somebody like that with jaywalking. <laughs> True, yeah, you are right. All right, we got to get into. There's this. This is we we've spent a lot of time on sort of the
1: boring part of the episode. Now yeah, it's time I've, for the best part. Um, I have three pages of notes on this episode because it just gets <laughs> what crazier and crazier. Realistically, all right. Talk me through how they're feeding pickle. Oh my god. Um. So, uh, pickle isn't eating. He's only drank water for ten days essentially, and they are. It was a month. Really, it was a month. It was a month. It was a month. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. You can't do... Anyways, so he is only drinking water, and they're saying he doesn't want to eat any- anything. Every All these apex predators we keep on putting in front of him, uh, they keep on running away because they're too scared of Pickle <laughs> immediately. A lion, a bear, a rhino, you know? Yeah. Um, so they are pushed uh, to the ends of their wits and elect to bring in a endangered species, um, the Siberian tiger, (laughs) for him to fight. Well, we paid enough for it,
2: but I guess you expect that when you're buying an endangered species. I feel bad about it, but it's for a worthy cause after all. And they haven't (laughs) fed it for five
1: days. (laughs) Oh my God. So, he he only wants to eat what he kills and what he fights yeah. um, is the is the crux of this. So this Siberian tiger, who is fully tortured uh, and and left to be starving, is in such a position that it has to fight Pickle immediately, um, and Pickle like immediately breaks its back and then starts oh eating God. it.
0: You 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 can't emphasize enough how weird this fight is. Like it's it's it cuts yeah. to one still frame where Pickle has <laughs> hugged the tiger into the weirdest like it's it's surreal. The the pole that he gets the the
1: the head is almost like looping back around to look at at Pickle. It's <laughs> it's it, you could focus on all the weird narrative stuff in this episode, or you could focus on the animation because both are like a treasure trove. Of of just wacky <laughs> nonsensical stuff. Yeah. So yeah, that look was off the charts. Um, the the line every I know people have been saying that um Albert Payne sucks, and I I was like I don't know why he sucks entirely, <laughs> yeah. but this episode made me realize why he sucks because um Pickle killed that tiger really brutally, and then. <laughs> somebody said how horrifying and albert chimes in saying especially for the tiger but he's like but we have to do it we have to get pickle to eat otherwise like what's the point of it all um he he just does not he's the the
0: number one pickle apologizer like he is and he is this is this is his most blunt like he comes on is it i forget if he comes on tv for this but he's like yes he does yeah He's like, I will feed every tiger to Pickle. (laughs) I will make this species go extinct because (laughs) I just, this monster man that we have (laughs) is more, is much, much more important than these Siberian tigers. Now I'm fully aware that the Siberian tiger is an endangered species, but the fact
2: is they're the only thing we've found that Pickle will eat. So we can feel sad that there are only 500 of them left in existence. But I say we should be grateful. There are still 500, and if every last one of them has to be sacrificed in order to keep Pickle alive, that's a small price to pay, I say. After all, a tiger is just a tiger. Pickle is a -a
1: one-of-a-kind treasure. He, like, it was so funny because the episode had him kind of voicing his reasoning for this with... Uh, Jerry Stridham and uh, Tokugawa yep. and then they put him on TV to reinforce it and say like we have to do this so that the, the obviously the, the Mega is trying to be like or the, the anime is trying to say like oh no it's it, it makes a lot of sense but he's just a bad dude I would throw a tomato at this guy if I ever saw
0: him on the street <laughs> I, like it, the justification of just like you know it, it would be more interesting if he came out and said like, you know, there's there's 500 Siberian tigers, there's one of Pickle, but then he, he has to up the ante and be like, we'd feed all of them. Like, he would, sacri- <laughs> he would sacrifice everybody in that room just to keep Pickle fed. Also, no, Pickle didn't eat for thing. a month, and those muscles did not decay.
1: <laughs> no. It, technically, he should be all water weight, so he shouldn't be as defined, but for whatever reason, he is just... Like mounds of just muscles, just I don't know if the, it's all he is applied. is just a bunch of circles. I don't know if
0: it's ever applied more, but pickle is built different. Like, oh, <laughs> yes, it, it doesn't Massive. follow the same the same laws of thermodynamics and carbs <laughs> that we have. Um, so the the question at this point, also the pacing of this is so weird. So it's like they have a problem; they can't feed pickle stuff but then they yeah. find a solution Siberian tigers then Retsu comes in and says <laughs> I have a better solution um, and then and then they sort of ignore the tiger for the rest of the episode like they keep having lines like oh I never saw even the lion do that or it's like well, <laughs> we saw a tiger they just...
2: but... he's gotten up to meet the foe he's never done that before not even for the lion
1: yeah they, they, they completely abandon I guess they aren't they they need to steal more siberian tigers from yeah bretsu's buying
0: time while they while they hunt illegally for siberian tigers exactly
1: um, so what's bretsu's so what's grand plan oh my god so in the in the the interest of, of furthering my narrative of bretsu being a little little freaky with it a little you know <laughs> uh little erotic Uh, Retsu is into Voring now um, where he (laughs) wants Pickle to eat him (laughs) Uh, essentially he (laughs) just the craziest turn of events he says essentially that he only eats things that he can fight and that he can defeat so why doesn't he fight slash eat me what do you suggest Retsu
2: Tokugawa what if you were to feed me to Pickle (laughs)
1: <laughs> um it's so, to tokugawa
0: it's so good and retsu has this determination and drive like we he, we saw it earlier he he doesn't even want to talk to baki the only thing on his mind is he wants to fight pickle and if he loses pickle will eat him like yeah. that and he's
1: so down for it he is so down for it it's even the eating part at that point
0: honestly like I don't know how to phrase this, but I think the char- main characters on this show are sort of, um, it, when when you fight this much, it breeds this mentality of um, being really dumb when it comes to, like, if you, <laughs> like, not even considering if you lose. Like, it's it, like I don't think Retsu is even, like, put it, like, even though he loses all the time. um <laughs> but i don't think he ever even considers the idea that he would lose when making that offer he just really wants to fight pickle
1: he's just so he he is so in love with martial arts and he's in love with um pickles power that he has to say my martial arts can like beat that power but oh my god do i ever want to feel your body and you to eat me (laughs) It's it was really not what I expected out of this episode.
0: Yeah. Um yeah, also uh if you're uncomfortable with people getting eaten, just like skip this season.
1: Skip um, it. Skip. <laughs> come back season? come back
0: next time. Yeah, uh, yeah, we're entering the pickle eats people portion of the season. <laughs> Holy Toledo. Uh but uh <laughs> I guess we won't get too far ahead of ourselves cuz this is I don't know if this is my favorite fight of the season. I would say uh like all three of the four fights, I think are really good, um, hmm. and this is one of them. Uh, so three out of
1: four is a pretty good record for Baki. It is,
0: yeah. Try and guess which one I didn't really like. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so Retsu, it, we're back underground, the Tokyo Arena, um, which yep. is now where Pickle lives, I guess. Um, <laughs> I don't know why they didn't invite fans for this. This would be pretty great to have a big
1: audience for. It would be great They're just <laughs> yeah. It's just the three of them sitting in the stands uh, And he's lying down on some sand Yeah um, Oh and he's but, lying like,
0: like a lion does
1: <laughs> Like a lion Or like a king He's got the sleep posture of a king Which I didn't know that was a, a defining feature <laughs> Yes um, um, Jerry and, and Tokugawa are immediately on board With feeding Retsu to um, Pickle Like sociopathically on board Oh my god, I love this. They they together.
0: They Albert Albert Payne's like, "Are you guys insane?" And they both go, hmm. <laughs> We've,
1: "We've never, never felt, felt more sane in our life."
0: life. Like it's
1: <laughs> it's so good. Like that's not what a, a sane person says. Not in unison with another person.
0: <laughs> and it's, so and it's great. To... It's great to just see Tokugawa and Jerry together because they are like very much the same character just mm. in
1: completely different bodies um, what's, but, what's that uh arnold schwarzenegger and danny devito movie it's twins like brothers, yeah. twins it's <laughs> it's like twins they are they are literally that that's a very very uh fair comparison
0: um so yeah they basically tell einstein we're very sane and he goes guys pickle's gonna eat him and they're like shut the fuck up
2: he'll be eaten a moment after he walks shut up, up, professor, up professor will, will you,
0: you? Shut
1: up. Professor Payne had never been told to shut up before. (laughs) (laughs) And then the narrator comes in and says, In all of his days of academia, nobody had ever told albert to shut the fuck up before (laughs) he's like spiraling
0: maybe they should have maybe that would have stopped the creation of the atomic bomb (laughs) (laughs) i'm just gonna watch oppenheimer and see if there's any moments where i could have told einstein to shut up
1: (laughs) imagine somebody in the audience albert einstein is writing on a blackboard e equals mc and then from the audience somebody says shut the fuck up (laughs) <laughs> and he just drops his shirt chalk
0: And it's also Jerry Strydom who says that Just barely fitting <laughs> yeah. into like his little chair
1: <laughs> Barely fitting into his little chair And also not wearing a shirt Underneath his military jacket So his pectorals are just popping out the sides For a oh guy who
0: only like Gets emasculated He looks very
1: cool in this episode yeah, he's got like a muscle daddy thing going on. Little silver fox. It's it, it, <laughs> this, this episode it just kind of got into an erotic space and I can't really spin my brain out of it, honestly. All right,
0: well, the fight, uh, I'm going to spin you out of it for you. <laughs> <laughs> so we get into the fight. Pickle wakes up, He, which he doesn't usually do for these fights. Um, Retsu comes in. And Retsu has a great showing. I love it. He gets a bunch of kicks in. He's doing a great job against Pickle, um, but it's not really
1: that effective. Um, nope. Why? Why do you think that is? Um, I, I think it's uh, be, well. So I think it's because he is trying to. Well. <laughs> You could say it from two different perspectives. It's not effective because uh, uh, Pickle is just so much more stronger than mm-hmm. Retsu, or it's because Retsu is trying to shoulder the burden of 4,000 years of kung fu, but not entirely relying on kung fu. He's having a an emotional journey within, within himself while he's fighting uh, Pickle. This is a great character development fight.
0: <laughs> in, that, in that there's a lot of it but it moves very fast
1: it, it kind of is like I was I was watching it I was thinking it's like they are writing down every idea that they have saying that's a bad idea but not scrapping it still leaving it in the episode <laughs> they have one character development moment and then they cut it down and then they go back to it it's just oh my god
0: so I, I, I want to describe the pacing of this fight a little bit because I, I really enjoy this so Redsu comes in and he is, you know, we haven't seen Pickle fight a martial artist yet. We've seen him fight a big robot guy or something. But Redsu is faster and you can see that he's more skilled and he lands like five or six really good hits. You know, he's kicking him in the face, getting some punches in. Um, Huge.
1: Yeah. There's a shot of, of his uh, brain jiggling back and forth from a bunch of shots <laughs> to his jaw. So mm-hmm. he's in, like, a Looney Tunes-esque sequence. His brain is going, like,
2: wop, 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 wop.
1: Yeah.
0: Un- unfortunately for Retsu, Pickle doesn't rely on the brain too much. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. but what, what I'm trying to get across is that Retsu is in full control of this fight, and then Pickle lands, like, one good hit on him. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, and, th- and it doesn't seem like those hits that Redsu did had too much lasting damage. like this fight doesn't look like it's over like it it doesn't to me at least it seemed like Retsu had still had his speed still had his technique and could maybe try something else um which he does end up doing he does end up doing something else um (laughs) what is his next move
1: (laughs) well so (laughs) you you're glossing over some part so he, he gets hit and he goes down and then Pickle starts eating him He takes a big oh, bite out of his shoulder I can't believe I glossed <laughs> over that. This is the first instance of him being eaten of, of, of eating And they really They spare no detail on this They pretty much animate a hole in his shoulder That's spurting out massive quantities of, quantities of blood
2: Pickle bit him <laughs> he's,
1: he's eating him
2: it's me. He's chewing on,
1: and he yep. tries to get out of it, and he gets bitten again. So he's like, what? Oh, Why are you eating me?" <laughs> and in my mind, I'm thinking, Retsu, this is what you wanted. This is what you signed up for."
0: <laughs> yep. He didn't. That's what I mean, though. He didn't think it through, even though he yep. literally said he'll eat me if I lose. Like it's, it's so. Good. So
1: there's so many there. There's so many hills and valleys to this fight because. He starts off strong, then he gets eaten, and then he takes his gloves off, which are his shoes. So he takes his shoes off, so now he's bare-knuckling it, which is just a a hilarious development. Jerry literally says, he's taking the gloves off now, as he takes his shoes off. Um, (laughs) And that, again, does nothing. Um, So, (laughs) Retsu has an emotional goodbye to martial arts and King Retsu. He has to throw that all away and go back to his roots as Ishu Retsu.
2: Is it possible that a world exists where the martial arts have become useless? Then farewell, 4,000 years. I will abandon all those skills. If the world has changed, then so will I. See, King Retsu, that was the name given to me by my master when I was initiated into these arts. But if I am to save myself, I must become once again Ishu Retsu. The name my father gave me! The name my mother gave me! Eshu Retsu will save Sea
1: King Retsu! And it's a big thing saying, like, I need to- I need to not focus on, on martial arts. I need to focus on my own power.
0: It's such. So what? It's, it's so. Th- this would be like if I, I. like. It's such a stupid move. Like it feels like it'd be like if I was on the Tour de France and <laughs> Lance Armstrong passed me, and I just threw my bike away and I started running on his foot. Like it's.
1: It's not gonna. It's. It's not gonna help me it would it, it's almost like that either you started running on fur or you said wheel mode and then you started trying to roll down the hill yourself uh, like that's how stupid it is because this is the body my parents to- gave me the first wheel <laughs> yeah, this is steve and then you start doing the windmill punch the windmill punch he abandoned all strategy tactics skill and efficiency and instead relied on pure emotion. The classic move every kid knows where you just start f- rotating your arms in a circle as fast as you can. <laughs> uh, and, and just like Looney Tunes-esque animation. And he commits to it. He really does. So then he just starts throwing all of these half-assed punches on, on, um, on Pickle who doesn't seem particularly interested and tries to throw a decisive blow, and then all of a sudden, boom! Just to be clear, the disdain
0: coming from both the author and every character in this scene at how pathetic (laughs) the windmill punch is, is palpable.
2: Are those really windmill punches he's throwing? What is he, a five-year-old having a temper tantrum?
1: He, he had all of this big bravado, and then he gets reduced to nothing for <laughs> doing like a windmill punch. It makes no sense. Yeah. And then, like, Ultra Instinct Goku, he starts using Kung Fu again when he doesn't want to. <laughs> His body is just like, oh, I got to kick here. He's like, no! I told myself I wasn't
2: going to use any moves, or tactics, or skills. Just... I
0: did it again! It's supposed and, to be
1: throwing a tantrum.
0: And that's what I mean. Like he's still like even like he's able to block Pickle's attacks with his kung fu. Like he he really didn't need
1: to do this windmill maneuver. It wasn't it wasn't yeah. that lost of a fight. He he's just having like a a, a really personal journey. Um well, it, it only gets
0: more personal. Um, it does. So after, after a few uh, unintentional blocks, um, he turns around while he hears that voice speaking out to him. <laughs> a ghostly presence has arrived. Retsu. 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 Um, and when he turns around, uh, we're treated to uh, the golden god of Retsu. Retsu. <laughs> the
1: The ideal version of himself
0: the ideal version of himself which is about uh, I'm going to guess an 18 foot tall uh, golden spectral Retsu (laughs) who is um, trying to reach out with him with a little bit of a ghost voice Um,
1: (laughs) (laughs) did you see that coming (laughs) no but uh, at this point I don't know what is to be expected out of this episode it's just (laughs) we 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 had this windmill punch and it literally biting a sh- the shoulder off somebody. Yeah. Uh, and and now we have H- Retsu just having a, like, quite... It's like a come-to-God moment, but if God was Retsu. <laughs> um, so, no. <laughs> um, uh. Retsu has this big emotional moment where he says, you have to be seeking Retsu again. <laughs> so they... <laughs> scrapped Seeking Retsu to go to Eshu Retsu, and then they scrapped Eshu Retsu to go back to Seeking Retsu. So you know what I mean in terms of just saying that was a bad idea, let's dump it. Then, it's, this it's also not is a, a bad idea. It's let's not, not it often in
0: a story that a character just makes a really stupid mistake and then goes, why did I do that? <laughs> that that's basically what happened here. Like, Retsu makes the dumbest move and then he has to rely on the... Um, his own personal god coming to him and saying, don't do that. <laughs> Bad idea. Yeah. Um. And so and then, Retsu
1: gives himself a hug, oh, a well-needed
0: hug. One of the best images of the entire show. I, I, I <laughs> love the... You you, know, you don't get a lot of hugs in this show, but just giant Retsu hugging little Retsu is <laughs>
1: yeah. lovely. With a really terrific quote of you will never uh, be capable of... Uh, of shouldering anything, if you don't rely on martial arts or something, I can be capable While, of shouldering anything
0: if somebody eats your shoulder.
1: <laughs> exactly, he has a hole out in his shoulder. Like his shoulder's gone. <laughs>
0: Well, big, big Retsu knew just what to say to Little Retsu. Um, and we get my favorite music that they ever use in this show. It's the same music they used when Hanayama transcended the power of the gods. Um, <laughs> and Retsu goes on a tear. Trust
2: in my martial arts. Trust in them completely. <laughs>
0: uh getting a bunch of hits in leading up to a great move where he um, oh man what does he do he punches he he kicks his face up and then grabs his hair with his toes and pulls yeah. pickle's face into his knee um,
1: and they while a bizarre image of, of so it's it's of a, retsu, they, it's like yeah. a still image of retsu kneeing pickle but with a golden baby with a thumb in its mouth in the background <laughs>
2: to the bosom of the martial arts that's what it means to shoulder the burden of 4,000 years of history
1: and it's him saying like 4,000 years of kung fu (laughs) I
0: loved that and then it cut to like Tokugawa doing like a, almost like a meme reaction (laughs) like he was just like
1: it was was like a Mr. Beast thumbnail (laughs) That's that's what it was, yeah yeah, it was... It. Oh, hold on one second. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Where would you like to pick it up from? There, There is a really great moment um, in this fight where Retsu's coming back and really kicking some ass where Golden God Retsu is saying, you know, trust in my martial arts, trust in your fighting power. And <laughs> it's a great line where he says, trust in my martial arts. And the move that he does to showcase this you know apex of martial arts is a solid nut tap <laughs> Yep, that's kung fu for you is that kempo?
0: <laughs> like he just kicks a guy in the balls and baki's
1: like whoa what technique was that <laughs> that is kung fu that is the highest degree in form of kung fu oh
0: man yeah oh. it's funny i i get numb to those uh, nut punches because like they, <laughs> they happen so much in this show <laughs>
1: Like that's not regulation, man. That can't be. You're,
0: you're fighting a caveman who just bit your shoulder off. You can't. You can't let regulations hold you back. Um, you, you
1: know what? You might have a point. Yeah. I wonder if I wonder if pickle had never been nut tapped before in the uh, you know. The, the <laughs> it's Jurassic doing the same thing. It's like
0: not this dinosaur or this one. <laughs> but, and then it cuts to the pterodactyl, and it's like, but this one did. <laughs>
1: this one caught me arm it's just a pterodactyl kicking him in the ball.
0: <laughs> oh that would be so good oh. so that's that's yeah. actually the frame that the episode ends on basically I think it's Tokugawa's uh, Mr. Beast face um,
1: yeah I think you're entirely right he had, uh, Retsu kind of beat um, Pickle Pickle's face down on the ground
0: big win for Retsu yeah did you, did you have any any overall or anything else about the episode you wanted to
1: discuss? Not really. I mean, it was just... It was one of the most surreal episodes of TV I've ever watched. And I've watched now four episodes of Baki. Um, <laughs> so it's it's really saying something. It, it, it had it all. The newscaster had a really weird... It was like posing a bunch. Um, it had vorism. It had a... A tiger br- getting its back broken. Um, <laughs> this weird ass fight <laughs> where a guy has. A guy a, volunteered a, to get
0: it, eaten, then got eaten and went, Whoa, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey, hey. <laughs> that's, I don't think that's what I meant. And then uh, has a moment where he talks to his inner self and uh, realizes he is enough. Yeah. Um, it's inspirational. I, I think it was uh a a terrific episode of a fever dream of a show
0: no i agree with that assessment um cool uh that's that's about it i'm gonna i'm gonna keep things moving because i gotta edit this uh in a day <laughs> um we do <laughs> have out. yeah we, we do have a fan question for this week um, oh and we probably won't for the next little bit but i'll get into that next episode <laughs> Hey, Editor Steve here, Uh, recording with a temporary mic, so please ignore. Um, The reason that we might not have uh, fan questions next episode is because I recorded the episode for next week already before any questions could be asked for this week. I didn't explain it here because I explained it again an hour later when I recorded the next episode, but I realize now that that is a week away. Uh, So just some context. So this question was a fun one. If I could learn the backstory of any Baki character, which would it be? Um, and the fun thing is I've already answered that. It's Retsu. And
1: I don't I don't know his villainous ways.
0: And I I bet it's I, I'm Eighty percent sure, I could find this out, and I'll probably spend some. Maybe editor Steve will will answer this for me, but I, I just want to know editor what his still those ways. Were
1: yeah, editor I think Steve. that's a fair question to wonder. I want to. I kind of want to know what um, Albert Payne's uh, scientific career and what he won the Nobel Prize in. Uh, I, uh, I kind of want to know Most that tigers backstory. killed. Uh, most <laughs> tigers killed. Population culling. Yeah.
0: Do- Do- Dopo was the the previous holder. Um, <laughs> cool. All right, that is that is it for this episode. Um, thank you so much, Jack, for coming on. This was um, an episode I really wanted to talk about. <laughs> um,
1: I'm so glad that I got to watch this. This is uh, I think I think you'll enjoy listening to it. But oh my god, just let your let your mind wander because the weirdest thing that you think it happens visually in this episode you're almost there you have to go a little further yeah and you know what you know
0: what's funny at the end of the day it really was nature power versus battle power (laughs) all right that's all the baki we've got to talk to see you all next week
1: four thousand years